Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Oh, Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, my main man, fantasy Taz, Jim Day, the closer, Chris Ventra. Coming up on the program today over the course of the next hour, we'll go to some latest news and notes going on around the NFL. A little bit later on in the show, we'll open up the telephones, get to your phone calls. So, um, time to start looking at lineups for week number two and breaking down some players, talking about some different situations, letting you know if these guys should be starts this week, since this week's obviously going to have the weather situation to deal with this week with, uh, Hurricane headed towards the Carolina area could cause major problems on the East Coast, on the Eastern Seaboard, along the Atlantic Shore. So, um, lot that we got to get to. Obviously, your phone call is also important. Main man, Venture, what up with you, baby? What's going on with you, Corey, the exec? It's your boy. I'm back. Let's get it going. I'm ready for week two, trying to get another win in all my leagues. See how it goes down. Yeah, no, no, I agree with you. Try to get a win in as many leagues as you possibly can because every single point counts. Fancy Taz, mm-hmm. Jim Day, what's good with you, my man? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, you know, it's Wednesday. We got one more day. We get some more football. I'm looking forward to that, Jim. Jim, when you look at week two, uh, it's not just any week two, specifically this week two right here. What do you think is the major storyline this week? Injuries coming out of, I mean, not, not injuries, the weather this upcoming weekend or players that, like a Chris Hogan, like a Devontae Freeman, like some of these other guys that didn't perform well in week one and what we should do with them in week two? Well, that's definitely the biggest storyline. Look, if the weather's that bad down there, they'll end up postponing games or trying to move them to different times. Uh, so, yeah, I, I definitely think the the players who did nothing in week one, what can we expect in week two is definitely the biggest question this week. But I have a, another question for you. What's that? This this week is so crazy that the odds makers still do not have odds up for two games. Minnesota at Green Bay and Houston at Tennessee. They haven't put odds up for either one of those two games. And I have to believe it's because they're trying to get more news on these starting quarterbacks for Tennessee right. and for Green Bay. Yeah, no, no, no doubt. Definitely. I, I noticed that yesterday, too. I was on the, uh, the Fan Bull Sportsbook app. <coughs> Excuse me, y'all. Mm-hmm. And I was looking for those two games. And I'm like, wait, okay, well, obviously Aaron Rodgers in one sense. And then in the other sense, you have um, the situation with Marcus Mariota. Ventra, I'm starting to be like, Marcus Mariona is not rosterable in the 12-team league because Sun is always effing hurt. Yeah, and he was bad last year. So now it's like a combination of things. He didn't even look good in the game that he played in week one. So, I mean, you could drop him. There's, there's quarterbacks that you could pick up that could be serviceable. Would you drop him and pick up um, Case Keenum? Mix yes. minuses off. Would you, you would drop him and pick up Case Keenum? Yes. Would you drop him and pick up Ryan Fitzmagic? No. No. Jim, same thing. Uh, would you drop Mariota? Well, first of all, who's really starting Mariota? Yeah, I was going to say that yeah. would have been my He's first question. Guy, is, yeah. If you're starting Mariota, then you just drafted Lousy, and where's the Febreze? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> seriously. You might bring the Febreze upstairs. All right, so 
Um, second order of business. Let's let's start to get into some of these players. Um, I throw this out to both of you, Jim. I'm start with you. What the f with Chris Hogan? We start. We talked about it a little bit yesterday. I, again, I, I'm not. You know, I, I'm never going to say I'm surprised by anything that happens in New England. It's just you know, Bill Belichick is operating on a different wavelength than we do. You know, I I I think he used him for a decoy most of the game just to try and free up other players. Yeah, I wouldn't be too like I'm not even a Chris Hogan. Would you guy. put him in your lineup this week? Who uh, at this point? It's no. tough because <laughs> of the because of the because of the matchup. The matchup is tough as it is, and then he had a kind of a pretty much a dud week one, complete dud for a guy who's where he's getting drafted. So I don't think that uh, if you got a better option, like for instance, I think I would throw in like an Aguilar or you know someone like that in that level. Yeah, over anybody him. but. Anybody but Watkins. No. <laughs> I think I'm going to start Watkins. Yeah, I think Watkins is going on my bench. How about that? <laughs> I think I'm going to start him. No, I'm just going on my it's bench. It's going to be a shootout. Huh? It's going to be a shootout. It was a shootout last week, and he scored, and he had two catches. <laughs> the time will come. I, the gel the gel chemistry will come. I already had a month. I don't know. I'm starting, I'm starting to have second thoughts about Sun. <laughs> uh, another player I want to ask about this week, uh, Tyler Lockett. I'm, I'm not buying the Tyler Lockett thing, uh, Jim. What do you think about Tyler Lockett? Hey, look, actually, I, I'm, I am. Cause, look, really? I like Brandon Marshall move, honestly. I, I, I like Marshall, too. But the one thing I do like is that when once Baldwin went down, Lockett went into the slot and did most of his work from the rest of the game in the slot. And I think they, they continue to do that with Baldwin out. And I think that definitely increases his value. See, I, he does, his value is increased, obviously, without Baldwin there. So that's for sure. He had four targets in a game where Baldwin basically wasn't there. Uh, three catches. And, of course, he's, you know, big play threat, so he had 60 yards and a touchdown. But I think this is like a DFS play, and that's it. I mean, I, I really I'm – I would be worried starting him because I don't know for sure that he's going to get you that big play that you need for him to be relevant. If he doesn't get that big play, then he's, he's having a dud game, most likely. He's too boom or bust. I, I agree with you. He is boom or bust, but he's more boom and bust on the outside than he is in the slot. I could see him, you know, increasing with the week of practice, increasing his targets in week two in the slot. Yeah. I, I mean, if you want to take that chance week two, you could, you could throw him in there. You might be the, the smart guy for doing it because maybe he does, his targets do increase. Listen, if you got him, and, and see, I don't own something nowhere. I never would own him because I think he's a little bit too boom or bust. I do like the Marshall move. I'm going, I have some bids in for Brandon Marshall in a couple of my leagues. I think Brandon Marshall is going to be one of the higher bid on players tonight. With some of the wide receiver injuries going around, so I think that's going to be something that's uh, interesting to keep an eye on. Mm-hmm. So it Wednesday night's the big fab night. Um, I'm not the type of cat to tell y'all what I'm bidding on certain people because there's people in my leagues that listen, right. and I need these players. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll give you a percentage of what I'm willing to bid. Be full disclosure, my I might say bid 18 to 20 percent on this guy, but I might really bid 25 percent. Oh, okay, okay. Because I was going to say, if you give your percentage, you're still giving away yeah, your really, price. Same, same <laughs> it's thing. the same thing. <laughs> can't do that. Yeah, so can't basically, that. you're going to lie to him anyway. So we'll just tell him you're going to lie to him. <laughs> Matt Deutsch, my, my program director at SiriusXM, back in the day before, before, before he realized that my talent cannot be stopped. And I was like, we're going to split up because you're trying to stop my talent and it can't be stopped. Yeah. One of the first things he told me was never lie to the audience. Yeah. When it comes to fantasy football, there are no friends. You know that son of a gun, Scott Angle, was supposed to come join that's us. That's not in, true. In I don't think today. that's true. No, you shouldn't lie to your audience. No, that's true. You shouldn't lie. If you're going to do something yourself, 
you and tell if you're gonna tell people to do something, you should do it yourself. Is what I mean. Yeah, no doubt. You know what what I'm mean? saying by the same token, I also am playing in the hobby. I also got leagues with a couple dollars on it. Yeah, I just can't be like if I'm in the Carton and Friends League. You know what I'm saying? Right. And Craig is in the car listening, and we talk about bidding on the same play. If I say I'm going to be bidding such such amount. He's going to say, okay, I got to bid $1 more. Yeah. I wouldn't say the amount. I'd say, you know what? I'm going to bid a nice amount on this guy. But then that doesn't give the audience nothing, though. Uh, Well, you're telling them (laughs) that you should put money on him. (laughs) Besides, Craig's not listening to us. Yeah. yeah, yeah, (laughs) It's a good chance. There's other people in the league. (laughs) There's other people in the league that are listening, though. Um, Jimmy, have you heard anything about Devontae Freeman? Uh, I heard he didn't practice today, uh, and it's looking a little iffy, but – we don't really know enough yet to say, but he didn't practice today. All right. What would you do if Freeman's out? You obviously throw Tevin Coleman right into your RB2 slot or, or flex or whatever it is. If Freeman's out, Tevin Coleman's an RB1. Um, no, he's a, he's a must play. If you're a Tevin Coleman owner and Devontae Freeman is out this weekend, um, Son is a must play. You start him over Alex Collins? I would start Tevin Coleman over Alex Collins. I think he's a top 15 running back when I, when, without, without, te, without Devontae Freeman on the field. I think he's a top 15 running back. Yeah, without Freeman on the field, I think I would go Col- uh, Coleman over Collins, too. What do you, what do you think about Col- that one, Jim? I got no problem with that at all, especially Atlanta at home. You know, I, I like their chances this week, even against a, a pretty stout Carolina defense. Coleman will do both, you know, the run and the pass and get involved and get you some points either way. So Right, right. He'll have a floor of like 10 points if Freeman's not there. All right, so in my Scott's Fishbowl League, um, Delaney Walker was dropped. John Lou Smith was picked up, Ventra. First of all, first question, should John Lou Smith be being picked up? Second question, how much do you think was the bid for John Lou Smith out of $100? <laughs> uh, I mean, if you're desperate, yeah, you could pick up John Lou Smith, but I wouldn't. I'm sure there's other tight ends that I would like out there, but um, if there's nothing, yeah. And I would say I wouldn't bid more than, I don't know, 5%. Six percent. Uh, whoever whoever won him spent a lot more. Time. Yeah, definitely. I'm, but I'm, I'm just say saying, probably that's... seventy-five. Oh my god, that'd be insane. Jim in a hundred-dollar fab, John Lou Smith went for fifty-six dollars. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> People are crazy. People are crazy. I don't understand. Just because the guy steps in doesn't mean he's going to put up the same numbers as a starter. I keep trying to tell people that. Who the F is let, John Smith? Let, let them do that so that later in the season when you really need to make good pickups, you'll be the only one with money. No, I feel what you're saying on that one. Now, John o. Smith goes for 56. Will Disley Ventra goes for 17. I would rather have, I'd rather take the crack on Disley than John o. Smith. And 17 is too high for Disley for me. Yeah, 17 is too high for Disley, but people, I guess, are desperate, and they see these big numbers, and they're overreacting to it. Um, but still, I wouldn't spend nearly that much for Disley. And yeah, Disley might be something, but chances are it might not be anything. And the other thing is, Ed Dixon comes back uh, what in like week six, week seven, or something like that. He should be back. So you don't know. This could be something where it only helps you like a couple weeks. Yeah, Jim, he came out with a nice stat line in his first game, but... Yeah. I, I, I'm like I said. I'm as spots where I need tight end help. I'm willing to bid on him, but I'm not going more than four, six dollars. Yeah, uh, yeah. I didn't even bet that much. I put two dollars on him in one league, and actually, I was quite happy. I got Ian Thomas for a buck. All right. Oh, so tell me That's about good. Ian Thomas. Why you like Ian Thomas? Because we know that his quarterback likes to throw to the tight ends. Ian Thomas is a big, strong dude and gives him plenty of target. Uh, and you know, even. Olsen liked Ian Thomas, you know, but in the preseason said, well, I wouldn't be surprised at all this year if Ian Thomas catches all my touchdowns. So basically you 
took all, all the things I said from yesterday and took my advice and took Ian Thomas because oh, I said that look yesterday. At this, look at this, Jim. Vincent over here popping Jim, his lips. I, I like it, Jim. I, I like it. it. You know, I, I take it. advice wherever I can get it. I'm not stupid. <laughs> you're the man. You're the man. I love it. Um, what if I told? Well, let me. Now, here's a here's a um a wave a wave um run from my Scotch Fishbowl. A owner dropped James Washington, Pittsburgh Steelers rookie wide receiver, and picked up Jaron Brown from the Seahawks. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Why? Because uh, Jaron <laughs> Brown's getting all the talk. Yeah, he's going to be the next big thing. Oh my God! All right, so <laughs> to the owner's credit. He paid, it was a zero, first of all, I think zero dollar bids are stupid, but he paid zero dollars for Jaron Brown, so you really dropping James Washington in my, in my case, just to drop him. Washington could pop later on in the season. A lot of rookie wide receivers that don't happen right away. Won't. picked up Jaron Brown for, for, for zero dollars. I think that's a mistake right there. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. How about oh, I tell there were you lots we, of mistakes. I saw all kinds of crazy drops last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why I want to go through some of them today. By the what way, I have to tell you, we know the guy. Oh, look at this. <laughs> Pen just blew up on me. What about to tell you, we know the guy yeah. who made this move. We all know the guy. Oh, we, Scotty, you didn't do it, did it you? It wasn't Scotty? Angle. It was not Angle. Scotty. It was not Angle. It was not Angle. To his credit, it was not Angle. Angle did buy a $35 Ricky Seals Jones, right? He didn't make this mistake right here, though. So it wasn't Angle. I'm this angle's not in my Scott Fishbowl. Oh, speaking of Scott's Fishbowl, my angle was talking all that trash. Do you know Angle's team and Scott Fishbowl scored 99 points in week one? <laughs> he didn't pump his chest about that one. No. He didn't brag about that. Angle wasn't talking trash about that. He's a fraud. <laughs> he didn't bring that up. He's a, he didn't bring that up. He's a fraud. But the fantasy <laughs> executive got people all over letting me know what's going on with Scott Angle's fantasy teams. The gentleman who made this move Dropping James Washington and picking up Jerron or Jaron Brown was, I don't know if I say former BFF or mm. BFF. Florio? Mike Florio. Really? Yeah, it was Mike Florio. I wonder if Mike Florio out there. He's got, got some, some inside info. Some, information, some inside information out there because this is right here. Why would you drop a young, promising talent like James Washington for Jaron Brown who ain't going to do nothing? No. He was West Coast enhanced. <laughs> Florio was on that. Handy. Florio was on that Cali bud. <laughs> it's that heavy stuff. Oh man, <laughs> I got a fortune cookie. Oh, do you? Yeah, you let's read it. Let's Where's read mine? I, I got. I have fortune cookies. I'll open up during the course of the show. <laughs> By the way, my Scott Fishbowl team is horrible. I haven't even looked at my Scott for my my uh, Scott Fishbowl. Keep it one hundred. All right, so here we go. I'm opening up this one right here. Let's see if this gives the Goon Squad members some good fortune for our fantasy leagues. All right, it says, all right, I'm going to turn it around this side. <laughs> it said, don't repay a kindness, pass it on. Okay. What does that mean? Don't repay a kindness, pass it on. So in fantasy football terms, right, <laughs> don't repay a kindness, pass it on. So that means if I tell you to go pick up Cole Beasley, because he's going to be an MF and beast, you go pick up Cole Beasley. Then if one of your homeboys in another league is like, yo, son, I lost Doug Baldwin. I need a wide receiver. You tell him, go pick up I got you. Cole Beasley. 
There you go right there, Goon Squad. There you go right your, there. Your idea of an MF and beast is a little different than mine. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, beast. Never heard Cole Beasley referred to as a beast. Don't life. repay a kindness. Pass it on. You should do Goon both, Squad, to be honest. That is our first fantasy football fortune of the day. Do not repay a kindness. Pass it on. So all the good advice that you're getting here, don't just keep it to yourself. Tell people in leagues that's not your main league, tune into the Fantasy Football Frenzy, and you'll get some of that good advice also. I got three more Goon Squad fortune cookies to open up. (laughs) Open up these fortune cookies throughout the course of the show. We'll open up the phone lines in about the next 10 minutes or so, so we'll get you on the horn. When we come back on the other side, I want to talk about the situation in Jacksonville with Leonard Fournette. Um, I want to get that rocking. Still got to talk about Alex Collins and Kenneth Dixon. Um, Alshon Jeffrey, latest news on Alshon Jeffrey for the dudes that got Alshon on their bench. Basically, you know what to do. Probably need to go pick somebody up. So, we are off and rolling right here on the Wu-Tang Wednesday on the Fantasy Football Frenzy. We got our fortune cookies. We got some more news and notes to get to. Goon Squad, click up. Let's get it. most important thing you can do today. How about swab to save a life? Every three minutes in the United States, a person is diagnosed with a blood cancer like leukemia. Bone marrow transplants give patients a new lease on life, but 70% of them must rely on a stranger for one. You can help. Register with DKMS to become a donor. You'll receive a swab kit in the mail, swab your cheeks, send the samples back, and you're good to go. Take the first step. Become a hero. Register today at DKMS.org. Fantasy Football Frenzy, FNTSY Radio. You're rocking with the exact Taz and the closer. Yeah. Give your telephone number in a few minutes. And this way you can get in and start lighting up the horn. And then we'll take it home from there. So last night, um, and I'm, and I'm sure this is right up Jim's alley, uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z, the On the Run Tour, On the Run 2 Tour, made a stop in Dallas, Texas. Right? So they performed, Beyonce and Jay-Z performed in Dallas, Texas last night. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about me being up Beyonce's alley? No, oh, well, 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 you know, and, 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 and well, I said, I said this may not be up your alley. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. I'd, I'd like to be up her alley. Not no, I, uh, Jim, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully your wife's not watching right now. <laughs> this is not your wheelhouse. Uh, yeah. you know, Jim? <laughs> All right, so, so bet. So Peebit, right? Uh, on the run two tour at AT&T Stadium. Jerry's Football Palace in North Texas. Guess who was in Jerry Jones's box, Jim Day? Uh, Donald Trump. No, Donald Trump was not in Jerry I know Jones's who box. Was. So don't say the right answer. Let me right. see if I let's keep playing the guessing game. Mm-hmm. Who was in Jerry Jones's box, Ventra? No, I know who it was. Exactly right. who it was. Jim Day, who was in Jerry Jones's box? It was not Donald Trump. It was not Papa uh, John either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it must be his old partner, Peyton. Then. <laughs> it was not Sean Peyton. Sean Peyton oh, was working. Peyton Manning. Oh, it was not. Oh, no. No, Peyton Manning was not in Jerry Jones' But it was booth. a player. Des Bryant, Jim, was in Jerry Jones' booth no. last night. <laughs> 
Jim, do you think this is going back to where Des Bryant rejoins the Dallas Cowboys this year? Hey, you know what? They, they got to be feeling a little iffy at this point. That I wouldn't be surprised. I'm still surprised he's not signed somewhere. I, I'll be honest. So. You figure San Francisco needs another wide receiver. Seattle needs another wide receiver. New England needs a wide receiver. Miami, more Miami. than anybody. Well, wait, wait, wait. But how bad him. is it? How bad is it that New England took Corey Coleman over Des? No, I think New England reached out to Des. I think Des turned him down. Uh, well, that's just stupid. Des don't want to work hard like that. New England's yeah, well, tough. There is that. Yeah, okay. They're so England, tough yeah, to play I, for. I wouldn't want to go play. I there. would not, no. Did oh, you, you win the, the Super Bowl. No, did, you won't. Did you see the news yesterday about how the uh, the Lions players are, are starting Complaining, to complain? Yeah. Patricia, Patricia, because he's driving them too hard. See what <laughs> you happens? You guys are making a lot of money. Shut your mouth. <laughs> no, but see. see I, this is what happens when you're under Belichick. See, you, no, see, I agree. Jim, you can't really coach today's players like this, Jim. I think you coach every player like this. You're not their friend. You're, you're their coach. You got to be a coach. And if you, you want to coach hard, look, it works for Belichick because he does this and he keeps his teams on a solid line. Most other coaches don't, and that's why they lose. But here's the thing. Belichick does it, and it works also because he wins. Uh, like Coughlin, I remember, hard-nosed guy, not a player's coach. Discipline, discipline, discipline is the whole thing with Coughlin. And there were years where the players were just like didn't want anything to do with Coughlin, hated Coughlin, you know when they and won? the team was bad. You know when they won? Point. When Coughlin, when Coughlin relaxed, that's when they yeah, won. Yeah, like it, you have to bag off. You have to be somewhere in the middle. You got to be kind of a player's coach and a little bit strict. You can't be too much of a player coach like Rex Ryan because then it could become a disaster I, as well. I don't care. At this level, for the money they're making, I, I don't want to hear any of them whining they're being worked too hard. You're right, though. You're right about they that. They work for a few months of freaking year. Get over it. All right. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> oh, let's get the next fortune. Goon Squad fortune cookie. And after that, I got a couple of nice stats I got to throw at you. All right, so uh, we, mm. after the Goon Squad fortune cookie, we'll get some stats. stats. What's that one say? What Ronald say Jones right will start by week seven. <laughs> Not say that, Metro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you drafted Ronald Jones, your fantasy team sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that Asian it says, fortune that must be what it says. <laughs> oh, man. This is what it says. Scott Angle. Is a yeah. damn fool. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Look at that. We already. I didn't need a fortune cookie to tell me yeah, that. Right. <laughs> what kind of fortune is that? <laughs> oh man. Uh, it says conscious is a man's compass. All right. So consciously, I'm telling you that I would not spend no more if I have a hundred dollar budget. I'm not spending no more than $19 on Philip Lindsay. Would you agree with that, Ventra? Philip Lindsay. No more than $19, yep. right? Yep. I'm going to tell you that I put about $147 out of 1000 on him. So that's 14%. Yeah. That's where I'm going. I, I, I don't, I don't want to go higher, but I know that there's going to be people that go higher, and it kind of no, – I'm hoping I hit it with that. You, be, you do your budget how you do your budget. Jim, what do you think? Philip Lindsay. Over under nineteen dollars. It really depends on on your team, Corey. You know that it. You know yeah, if you true. really need a, a running back at this point in a PPR league, then yeah, I say invest in him. He's shown that he's going to have a role in this on this team going forward. Okay, okay. So, so let's say this, Jim. Let's just say you are a Le'Veon Bell owner who does not have James Conner, and you really don't have no other running backs. 
Well, at, at that point, if that's the case, then I'm ready to spend over 50% on him. Wow, Jim, 50% for a player that's unproven? Uh, sure. We, hey, we see unproven players come out of the woodwork all the time and become stars in this league. Can anyone say Kareem Hunt? Can Kareem Hunt, but you know, Kareem Hunt was a first-round draft pick that had a lot of pedigree. Not a first-round okay. draft pick. Kareem, Kareem Hunt was going into a good situation. Yeah. But he still wasn't expected to go anywhere near where he did. He wasn't even expected to be the starter when he broke it off. Right, but I, then I, Spencer I, Ware I got, hurt. Spencer Ware. I was, got oh, hurt. I was on Kareem Hunt last year. We were All of us were on Kareem Hunt last year. We had him all over you the did, place. You did, yeah. Before the injury. Well, I'm glad for you. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is this, Jim. <laughs> if they brought in Royce Freeman, and Royce Freeman is the guy, the guy, the guy, the guy, then week one Sunday, oh, look at Philip Lindsay. Who the F is this? Yeah. How do I know that week two, I'm not going to be like, I just threw $500 away on Philip Lindsay? Well, you got to take those chances sometimes, but there's always risks. There's no, no waiver wire pickup is ever going to be absolutely 100% guaranteed. You got to take some risk in life. Yeah. And, you know, look, I look at it this way. Everybody says, oh, you know, Freeman is the bell cow, the bell cow, the bell cow. Not, not enough teams have bell cows anymore. So, you know, let's get off that. Most teams use two. No matter how they do it, they use two. They're going to get both of these guys involved. I still like Freeman a ton, but Lindsey showed he's going to be in this game plan. Definitely a much bigger playmaker than Booker ever was. Yeah, and exactly, that's exactly right. I was trying to say this, uh, like, weeks ago where I was saying that there's, like, eight guys that actually get the ball a lot most of the time, the lion's share. Most of them are splitting carries in some fashion. So... There is no bell cow. Like, you can't believe these things and say, oh, Royce Freeman's going to get all the touches. It's not true. Uh, and the thing is, this is why my number one thing is getting running back depth in the draft. If now you're hurting so bad that you got to spend $75 out of 100 on Philip Lindsay, that's your own fault. You should have depth at running back to be able to deal with the this, this situation. You know what I mean? Unless you really got hit hard with, like, Jarek McKinnon and, you know, Doug Baldwin and all you guys are injured. Derek Ice and Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> let me ask you this, though. What? You you got Ronald Jones on benches, so you don't really <laughs> you don't really think running back depth is that important uh, because he's not going to do nothing for you. He's like my fifth or sixth running back on most of my benches. Okay, my running backs before him are like Carryon, Cohen, you know, Hyde, and guys like well, that. And then you know, you know the one really good thing about that venture, mm-hmm. that spot on the bench will be very clean. Yes, <laughs> that spot on the bench will post a zero for a long time, but it's okay because I don't need that. You know, I don't need that spot on the bench. It's a stash. What are we doing with Philip Dorsett, uh, Jim? Oh, man, damned if I know. <laughs> yeah, I feel you on that I, one, I try bro. to figure out these coaches, and Belichick is definitely the one. The only time I've ever had success figuring out Belichick was back when he had Gronk and Hernandez. For some reason, I could always tell when it was going to be one or the other each week. But after that, there's just nothing I could figure out with him. Look, uh, Dorsett was the play this week. I, I think, again, uh, Hogan was the guy to drag defenses away, open up other players. Now defense might pay more attention to Dorsett. I wouldn't be surprised if the ball goes to other players this week. Um, he He's not a guy at this point I'm ready to really have any kind of faith or confidence in. Yeah, we, we, we can't dive into Philip Dorsett right now when we were bashing him all preseason. Like, you know, I, I know he had a good game. I just but saw he just put up those numbers, I though. know, but it's one week, and uh, he might just do nothing next week, and it might be Hogan who has the big day. Once again, or James anyone. White. Yeah, it or... could be anybody, right? It could be anybody. I'm not I'm buying. Putting a couple Dorsett. dollars on Philip Dorsett. This is when they talked him up a lot. The beat reporters were talking him up in training camp. Um, the Patriots were talking about acquiring him uh, last season. So I think Phil Dorsett. 
I think they see something in it that, that, that Indianapolis missed. And don't get me wrong, I think Chris Hogan is not going to be as bad as he was in week one, but I do think there's something about Phil Dorsett. Now, I would rather have Beasley. I would rather have Anunua. I would rather have Brandon Marshall. But Philip Dorsett would be my fourth. Yeah. Well, your fourth out of all those receivers? Out of those. Yeah, yeah, out of those I agree with. I, I'm just saying that I just think that like it's, it's an Edelman thing here right here. When Edelman comes back, he's completely out of the picture. But Edelman's going to come back and get hurt again. He'll get hurt. If he does, he Edelman's does. Edelman's washed. But, but this is, you know what? The Patriots love these little guys that, that are shifty and can squeeze through. And, and white. Yeah. Usually white. They're usually white. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Edelman, Amendola. Yeah, but this guy's like that. He's that little guy, shifty. They like that for some reason. They're going to use him until Edelman comes back, and then he's going to take over that role. So, Speaking of Amendola, Jim, what do you think about picking up a couple dollars? on? What do you think about putting a dollar or two on Danny Amendola? He's going to be hurt, too, well, it, It's worth a couple dollars to give him a shot. No doubt. Look, I love Amendola. I hate Tannehill. Yeah, um, I just so it comes down to that for me. I'm like Nico Grimes. I, like, I hate yeah. Brian Tannehill. <laughs> Amendola, Amendola is one of the toughest little guys on the field because he don't care. He'll throw his body into a 330 pound lineman and not even think twice about and it. And then he's after the of season. Of course, he's yeah. Then he's of course on the trainer's table yeah. um, after that. But he will. He did that every time. But I, I like him a lot. It's Tannehill that I just don't like. Although Tannehill, you know, managed to get the ball to Kenny Stills. And that's a good thing. We all like stills last week. So hopefully that trend continues. And I like Amendola. It's just, man, I, I really wish they would have done something to get a better quarterback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Kenny Stills is the man. We put you on to that last week. I think the steal of the waiver wire this week is Anunua. It's the steal of the – like, that's, that's the, the one you got to get. Everybody going to know. Everybody going to get uh, That's what I mean. But that, that's the, the number one guy, I think, to get. Yeah, but it's not going to be a steal, though, because you're going to have to pay through the nose to get him. Yeah. I guess you would. It depends on what people look at him as. It depends on the league, I guess. Yeah. You know? Every situation is different. Every team is different. And, you know, it might be some cast that's not, not, not even ready to run waivers yet. Like they might miss the deadline. Right. Hey, Bavona. Yeah, really? <laughs> can I get uh, the bounty hunter, Chris Bavona? I got a couple of stats here I want to throw at you. Can I do that while you're getting Chris? No. One, 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 one second, Jim. Bavona. What up? Open up the phone lines for me, please. 844-843-6879. What up, Jim? Okay, so here's one from Scott Barrett on Twitter at Scott Barrett DFB. Always puts out some nice yeah, always puts out some nice stats. From twenty fifteen to twenty seventeen, Randall Cobb was Aaron Rodgers' most targeted receiver when under shotgun, seventeen point four percent of the time, but was his third most targeted receiver on non shotgun throws, fifteen point three. Last week, Rodgers was in shotgun on 22 of the 23 plays after injury. Actually, there you go right there. That's that. That's that. So if his knee's bothering him again, they're going to do a lot of shotgun this week. And if they do, that plays right into Cobb's hands. No doubt. So there you go right there. If you're a Randall Cobb owner, be excited about that. All right, what's the next one, Jim? Next one. I've been telling you guys all along about the 60% number when I talk about Amari Cooper, but that was in games not being – a wide receiver too. Here's another one from Graham Barfield uh, at Graham Barfield on Twitter. Amari Cooper has been held under 50 receiving yards in 15 of his last 25 games, 60% of the time. Cooper has averaged 3.8 receptions on 6.8 targets per game during this span. That's pretty horrible. Yeah, but you know what? <coughs> We're looking to the future, not the past, Jim. We got to win this year. We got to win this year. I, see, this is the thing, and I'm a Amari Cooper future. supporter. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the the, the uh, Northwestern High School. 
<laughs> um, when is Son going to effing do it? Yeah, exactly. It's got to be this year. It wasn't week one. Do you know what they, they asked Gruden about it? You know what Gruden said? Yeah, it's easier said than done. Yeah. He said it's easier said than done with him. Yeah. He's a project, I guess. He's tw- he been in the league for seven years. Well, three. He's been yeah. in the league with, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> Not a project. No, I understand he's a young man, but when are you going to get it together and put it together, son? What happened to that confidence he had when he was a rookie? Like, he was so confident. He was a beast. I don't know. Yeah. Son, something's going on. He need, he need to change the scenery. It might be mental. You need to change the scene. I think what happened in in his rookie season is that they just dialed down the playbook for him to get him plays. And now they're saying, well, you've been here long enough. We don't need to do that anymore. But unfortunately, it looks like they still do. That's crazy. 844-843-6879, telephone number. We got the phone lines open on Fantasy Football Frenzy right now. Oh, you got another one, Jim? No, that's it. Those two were the biggest ones I thought were good. All right, let's start it off. Gabriel is in Port Chester. Gabriel, what up? Yeah, what's going on, fellas? Chill, chill. What's good with you, Gabriel? Chilling, chilling. I got a, f- a flex question for you guys. All right. Mm-hmm. I got, uh, well, right now I have in there is Tyler Lockett. All right. But on my bench, I got Chris Hogan, Alex Collins, uh, Philip Lindsay, and Ben Watson. Who do you think is better at the flex? This week. Um... This week, yeah, PPR, uh, one-point PPR. Half-point PPR. Tyler Lockett's in the lineup now. Hogan, Collins, Lindsey, Collins, and Watson. Collins. I think it's Collins. Also got Sproles in there, too. but Still Collins. Sproles is interesting, know. though. I know, but still Collins. Yeah, yeah. Sproles is always that, inter- that's why I, interesting. I like, I like Sproles as a bench. Yeah, a guy to pick up on the bench. No, He's a nice little yeah, sleeper pickup. He's about playing Sproles this week. No, yeah, but no, I wouldn't I, play I would him. Play I would Collins. play Collins. Look, yeah. they, they lost Dixon. Dixon's going to be out for a few weeks. So I, I like Buck Allen to be a play in this as well. But they're going to give Collins a lot of work in this. Look, these games are always, you know, interdivisional games are always tight games. They're always hard fought. They're going to go out there and try and establish run, and they're yeah. going to do that with Collins. And you know Baltimore loves to establish the run. They're all about the run. Well, here's the yeah. thing. What do you guys think about playing players on Thursday nights? Exactly. I'm cool with it. I don't know if I should put them in or not. Because it's less scoring on Thursday nights. Well, mm. is that why? I thought you were going to say because they have less rest. <laughs> From the last week. Look, he, he had plenty of rest last week, so that's not his problem. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Jim, you worry about that Thursday night football being low scoring? Not, not really. I okay. mean, we're looking at one one running back here. We're not looking at making a stack of Baltimore players. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I, I like Collins to have a good game. I think he gets in the end zone this week. All right, 844 Let's go to my man Taylor in Dallas. How you doing, Taylor? Hey, how's it going, guys? Taylor, you don't root for the Cowboys, do you? I damn sure do. Oh, you do? Oh, see, see, you didn't, yeah, do didn't sound it. happy about I didn't it. Do it. Oh, let's, let's start over. All right, <laughs> Let's go to my man Taylor in Dallas. Taylor, how about them Cowboys? <laughs> hey, so How about them Cowboys? There you go. I didn't want you to embarrass me. Go how ahead. How about that defense we went against? <laughs> I know. it was. Yeah, we went against a tough defense. We have a good defense. We'll, we will be okay. Give me, uh, let me get your question right quick, Taylor, so that I can get, so we can get the commercial. All right, so real quick, uh, I'm worried about Larry Fitz. What do you think about uh, uh, starting something over Larry Fitz, like maybe uh, Kenny Stills this week over Larry Fitz? Uh, Stills over Fitz this week. Kenny Stills mm-hmm. or Larry Fitzgerald this week? Kenny Stills had that big game. Larry Fitzgerald so rock solid, though. I don't like uh, that quarterback uh, situation. I'm still plugging in Fitz, man. What do you got, Jim? Yeah, it's a tough one, but I, I might be inclined to go away from Fitz. Look, let's see. Bradford looked crazy, crazy bad last week. 
And now they're going up against the Rams. Yeah, the Rams are tough. And, you know, I, I might I might sit Fitz. I'm going to have to think about that a lot this week. But I, Because you know how much I love Fitz. But I may end up having to sit him in a couple weeks. And All right, so there you go right there. We'll Fitz see Kenny Stills right now. Looks like the answer. Hey, we'll be right. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Football Frenzy right here at TSY Radio. Latest fortune cookie to be opened up. And eat it. <laughs> Don't wait, fantasy fortune cookie. Don't wait for your ship to come in. Swim to it. There you go. Don't wait for your ship to come in. Go for it. Swim to it. Yes, more or less, be aggressive and not passive. Right. Don't wait for it to come to you. Go get it. Right. Don't wait for Win the ship. Cole Beasley to start blowing up a month from now. Go oh, get him and put him on your fancy team now. I, I think it's the opposite of that. <laughs> of that. I'm serious. I'm telling you. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying. Don't that. wait to cut Ronald Jones. No. Just don't draft Ronald Jones. <laughs> I, think, I think in fantasy terms what this fortune cookie is trying to say is go for the Highest upside guys imaginable, the freakest freaks, and assemble the, the most upside teams so that you can win the ship handily and be one of the most dominant teams in the last five years in, a, in your fantasy league. All right. That's what you're looking See, to I, do. I, to, I took it totally different. How'd you take it, Jim? <laughs> I, I look at it this way. It says, don't wait. When you have to go to the bathroom, go. Don't wait. That's it. That's <laughs> ship. Get it. Ship. Very funny, Jim. <laughs> I got one more fantasy fortune cookie to open up. We'll get that done in a little bit. Um, before we head to the phones, um, you know who's a player? I'm not a real big trade guy, but in tra- and, and I think I might have one or two trade leagues. You know who's a player I'd be looking to buy right now, Ventra? Who? Corey Davis. That's my dude. Especially with his injury to Delaney Walker. I would look to try to but go why? add What about Corey Mariota? Davis. I worry. The thing I worry about is if Mariota doesn't play. Like, is that going to? I'm not convinced that Mariota's better than Blaine Gabbert. I'm not convinced of that. Okay. Okay. Even you're right. You're right, though. Even even if Gabbard. Like, I'm not, Jim, I'm serious. I'm not. At this point, are you at this point, are you convinced that Marcus Mariota is better than Blaine Gabbard? Hell yeah. Come on. Now. At least Blaine Gabbard can play. Mariota's never on the damn field. Mariota always on the sideline with a clipboard in his hand. Oh, I needed that, Corey. Thank you very much. Not convinced, Jim. <laughs> Listen, at least, it, 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 your your best ability is your availability. Marcus Mariota availability is 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 at ten yeah. percent. Not available. Not available. But you know what? You, we, we don't know that about Gabbard because he's never been on the field long enough to get hurt. That's true too. <laughs> well, no, no. Didn't he play for a long time on on the Forty ers Didn't he have like uh like six seven starts for the Forty ers Blaine Not Gabbard? too long ago. He's, I, he's yeah, he wasn't good. Me. Nobody said he was good, but um. <laughs> You know, listen, bad quarterbacks have produced really good wide receiver ones before. That's true. Right? Jim, you looking to buy Corey Davis with this, with this Walker injury? No. No, why not? Interesting. <laughs> because there's so many other wide receivers on that team, and you never know who's going to be the guy. And Who, Rashad yeah, Matthews? Not, Zero catches? 
Your boy? That's okay. He's still coming back from the injury. I still like Rashad Rashad Matthews Matthews over the course of the year. That's true. Um, You know, uh, Tajay Sharp. I just, I don't know. I look. I've never been a huge Corey Davis fan. I, I can't really say in words why. I just don't trust the guy on the field. He hasn't done much for the hype. Yeah, yeah, last year he was hurt, Jim. Last couple games he played and he finally popped and he came out the season racking up targets. I think I'll be looking to make a move for Son. Plus now Delaney's out for the whole year. So now you're talking about the biggest target Mariota's ever had and Tennessee's ever had. He's gone. So now you got one target left on this team that's really, really good. What are you going to do? really good too, though. He just hurt. You don't like Rashard Matthews. <laughs> Rashard Matthews is a league winner. He bores me to death. Right, league winners bore you? No. I mean, no. He's not. How is he a league winner? I've had him on teams that have won championships. It's when not you, because of Rashard you, Matthews. When you though. get to the bye weeks, you look on your bench and you see Rashard Matthews. Rashard Matthews caught a touchdown pass seven weeks in a row last year. Did he? Yeah. That's an interesting style. I like that one. But you guess know. what? I, he's not going to be the guy that. Pushes you to a championship. You know when you're mean? going through the bye weeks and you got a wide receiver three that you're pulling off your bench, scoring a touchdown every week, that helps you get there. It helps. It could help, yeah. 844-843-6879. Um, this is the new list. Okay. All right, cool, cool. I got it. All right. Thank you for that, Bavona. T is in Syracuse. T, what up? Hey, man. What's going on? What's cracking, T? Hey, so uh, my first two RBs put up a whopping seven points for me. Oh, you must have had Devontae Freeman and Alex Collins like I did. (laughs) (laughs) That was Fournette and McKinnon. Fournette and McKinnon, okay. Yeah, so I replaced McKinnon with Morris. Alf, all right. And now Fournette is down, and Yeldon is on the waiver wire. Do I go for him? Yeah, go pick up TJ Yeldon, uh, depending on who you're going to cut. As a Fournette owner, you should have came out to draft with Yeldon because Fournette's going to go through these periods all season. More than likely, Fournette will try to give it a go this upcoming weekend. But my thing is, T.J. Yeldon is a is the insurance policy to uh, one Mr. Leonard Fournette. Who would you cut to pick uh, up uh, Yeldon? Uh, yeah, that's the issue. I don't know who I'm going to cut. Who are your bench running backs? It's, I got Ingram, uh, on Johnson, and Jordan Reed, and Alfred Morris. Those are my Cut out for Morris. Spots, so. Oh, you can't cut out for Morris. Morris cut. He's starting running back now. That's what I'm saying. Who's yeah, your other running backs? That's the issue. That's it. Oh, my starters is obviously Fournette, and the second one is uh, Jamal Williams. So you have Jamal Williams, Fournette, and Alfred Morris. Those are, and did you say Mark Ingram? Is that your four running Mark back? Ingram, obviously I can't start him for another three years. And carry on Johnson. Carry on Johnson. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to wait on carry on Johnson. Well, okay, okay. Um, T, who are your wide receivers? You, I want some players uh, on the bench. I got three wide receivers. I got OBJ, Fitz, and Golden Tate starting. And I got Cobb as a flex. So, and what and wide receivers on the bench? My wide receiver bench is Shepard. It's like a handcuff, obviously. And I got Keelan Cole. He's all right. I would cut Keelan Cole and go get you TJ Yeldon. Yeah, you need okay. the, the running back. He could back do that. He more. could do that. Yeah, he could do that. Yeah, you need the running back help more. I think that makes sense. Yep. Yep. I would. I, listen, I would if, I, if he didn't have Keelan Cole to cut. I'd have cut Mark Ingram. Mm. Wow. Wow. I Dude, TJ Yeldon is more important to your team than, than Mark Ingram is. Right now. Right now, for sure. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be 0 4 and they'd be like, okay, I got Mark Ingram to save the day. You know what I'm saying? Surprisingly, I actually pulled a W this week, so I don't know how I happened. Hey, well, keep keep getting them yeah. W's, my man. 844 843 6879. Let's go to Cisco in San Diego. Cisco, what's up with you? 
Thong, yo, yo, thong, thong, yo, 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 what's good, Cisco? <laughs> you already know I be dropping them, baby. I be dropping them. You be dropping them. All right, all right, Cisco. I feel you, dog. If you got, if you got them dropping, then I'm come out to San Diego and roll with you. <laughs> all right, all right. Let me know, baby. I'll be right here. I'll be right here. All right, what's good? Um, uh, but here's a quick question. Uh, so I got a trade offer. Uh, straight up trade. They have uh Kareem Hunt and I have Stephon Diggs. Uh, my Wide receivers are Keenan Allen and Cooper Cup, Kenny Galladay, and Geronimo Allison. My running backs are Saquon Barkley, Carrion Johnson, Tevin Coleman, and Mark Ingram. Should I do it? It's a 12-team PPR. What's the trade exactly? Who are you giving? He's giving up. Uh, I'm giving up Stephon Diggs for Kareem Hunt. You're giving up Steph Diggs to bring back Kareem Hunt. Who's your running backs? Uh, Saquon Barkley, Carrion Johnson, Tevin Coleman, Mark Ingram, uh, Nick Chubb, and John Kelly. You really don't need Kareem Hunt. Um, and if you give away digs, your receivers take a huge hit. And, and your receivers again, I know you got Allison. I know you got Cole, right? You said Cole? No. Allen. No, no, I said uh, Galladay. You said Galladay. Galladay. I, I said Keenan Allen. Yeah. yeah, Galladay, Geronimo Allison, and then Cooper Cup. I wouldn't do the trade. Yeah, I wouldn't do the trade either. No? Keep digs. Look, we... We, we don't know what we're going to okay. get out of him in Kansas City. We know that Mahomes don't like to check down. Uh, that was pretty obvious in the week one. Uh, maybe that changed, but I don't think it does. I think this kid just wants to rail it down the field as much as he can and as often as he can, and I think that hurts him. Mm-hmm. I hope not. All right, all right. Word. I got hundred right, and fellas, I'm trying to thanks. win. No problem. My man, Cisco, keep dropping them thong, the thong, thong, thongs. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I have absolutely zero shares of Hunt. I thought you were going to say you had zero shares of really? Thongs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to collect hey, my, my, team, my team name is Grandma's Crusty Thongs. There you oh. go. You got plenty of Thongs. <laughs> A visual we didn't want. Jim, you worry about Hunt that much, Jim? I am. I've been worried about him all preseason. I've been telling you guys that. I mean, a lot of his game is getting those check down passes in the open and being able to do things. He's. I don't think he's going to see a ton of them this year. Yeah. I, Andy Reid better fix that. Uh, I drafted him in a league that I want to win. And I need Andy Reid to teams. fix it. That'll destroy teams. First round pick? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, 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 that work out the backfield that he didn't get at all in week one, and they scored 90 points. I'm worried about that. This all comes back down to having running back depth, though. All these yeah. questions, everything. But how, who are you going to bench Kareem Hunt for? I'm not saying bench Kareem Hunt, but let's say he, he does bad like three or four weeks in a row. Now what do you do? You still can't bench him. Eventually you got to bench him because your team's going to be bad. It's if hard he, to bench a dude like Kareem Hunt, son, because he can blow up at any I minute. I agree with you. I would roll with him for four weeks. If for four weeks he has no more than 10 points, he's, gone, he's getting benched. All right. Cody is in Vancouver. Cody is in Vancouver. What up, Cody? What up, what up? From the 604, how are you guys doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vancouver, stand up. What's good with you, Cody? Not much. Um, I just got a few issues. Um, I got two teams, but I'm just going to stick to one. Um, I... I um, and Nunwa is still on the waiver wire. I don't know why. He's a free. Waiting for you to go pick him up? Well, I, the problem is I have Robbie Anderson. So it's almost like um, uh, it's like a security kind of thing. But I don't know if it's uh, worth doing it. I also have Alfred Morris on my bench. How much do you need Alfred Morris? I don't really need. I have. I picked up James Conner very early knowing nice. I had Le'Veon Bell. So I have James Conner and Howard, but LaShawn McCoy costed me the first 
week, even though I have the second most points in the league. So I put in Adrian Peterson in the flex instead of McCoy this week. Is that the right move? Adrian Peterson against the Colts still early in the season. I can, I, you have to almost. I don't do ever that. like sitting in LaShawn McCoy. I know it's, it's, but I, I, I would say that you would do that. Okay. So if I have Adrian Peterson, James Conner, and Howard, uh, do I really need Alfred Morris? Who's your wide receivers? Because um, you don't need Morris. Juju Smith-Schuster <laughs> and uh, Allen Robinson. Yeah, you need you need Quincy and Newell. Crowder on the bench. Yeah, you need a new one. Yeah. yeah. Cut Alpha Morris and go get a new one. Whatever. Okay, thanks a lot, guys. My man, mm-hmm. keep, 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 uh, stay stay up up there in the... Um, 604. In the, oh, that's not the 604. Uh, Van, that, wherever yeah. Vancouver is, you stay up, brother. They used to have the, they used to have, didn't they used to have the Grizzlies in Vancouver? The Canucks? They had the Grizzlies too. The well, Vancouver hockey, Grizzlies. That's basketball. You guys talking two different sports. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's right. That's right. Sharif, Sharif Abdul Rahim. Uh, Venture, mm-hmm. let's, uh, we got phone lines open 844-843-6879. See if you can give me two or three to, um, to close the showdown with. And I'll get to my last, right here, I'll get to my last fantasy fortune cookie. Here we go. Just like Jacob DeGrom, Scott Engel has a little D. (laughs) (laughs) The joke that keeps on giving. (laughs) I repeat, just like Jacob DeGrom. I can't believe these fortunes that keep being about Engel. They're incredible. Just like Jacob DeGrom, Scott Engel has a little D. (laughs) All right, so there you go right there. You got it? No, this one says... My, my my vision is no matter bad. how much Scott is on the radio, he gets more rep from you than he does from himself. <laughs> and vice versa, Jim, and vice versa. <laughs> Listen to those first two hours in the morning, Scott be tearing me up. <laughs> oh, it says, okay, here's our fortune, Goon Squad. Every exit is an entrance to new experiences. So when one door closes, another one opens. Right. Same thing right there. Right. That out. That's that's your goons go on. So basically, when you drop somebody, again, that's a new guy I comes took. on the team. And exactly, you know you're all open, exactly, right? Jim. When you drop somebody, it opens up a window for a new player to emerge on your team. Correct? Right. Sure. If that's how you want to take it, how are you taking it, Jim? <laughs> no, you don't want to know. It's not safe for radio. Eight four four eight four three sixty eight seventy nine. Uh no football tonight, but plenty of waiver wire action. So everybody that runs Fab on Wednesdays, um. I guess when you get home from work, maybe you've done it already. You go ahead and get it started. I've already put some of my fat bids in. I'm going to go through and give it a double check tonight. And I like when hey, I, gotta... I, I Hey, I got a great trade offer yesterday. I got to tell you guys about this. Guy wanted to trade me Deshaun Jackson for Dalvin Cook. Wow. And he, he, he was trying to tell me, you know, hey, look how much more Jackson scored than Cook. This is a great deal for you. That's yeah, yeah, crazy. yeah. I know. Imagine these guys. dealing with an amateur. Jim Day ain't no amateur. Somebody tried to do that in my home league. He thought he was dealing with amateur. I've been playing for 10 years. He tried to trade me Latavius Murray for three Cohen. I'm like, get the hell out of here, man. Because I have Dalvin Cook. Yeah, no, oh, so I really want the that. handcuff that yeah, bad. You don't need that bad. Come on. Kyle is in Lansing. What up, Kyle? Hey, what's going on? Chilling, chilling. What's good with you? Um, so I got two questions. The first one is uh, I need to start two for a receiver and a flex. I got Chris Hogan, Sterling Shepard, Quincy Nua, and Bilal Powell. Are you going to start two of them? Chris Hogan, Quincy Anuma, Bilal Powell, and who's the other one? Shepard, Sterling Shepard. Uh, I will go Sterling with Shepard and yep. Anunua. Anunua and I was going to say the same thing, Shepard and Anunua. Yeah. 
Okay, and then uh, my second question is, I, I picked up TJ Yeldon. Um, what's he worth trade-wise? I got to trade into the guy that has Fournette, and I'm trying to get, like, a Jarvis Landry back. You're not going to get that. Put it like this. Shoot for the shoot for the stars when you make the trade offers, but don't be surprised if he'd be like, F you. You feel what I'm saying? So go for right, it. Listen, right. make your first offer, Jarvis Landry, then see what he counters yeah. with and get the ball rolling like that. If, but if you was in my league and you shot me, uh, who is that? Yeldon for Landry. If you shot me Yeldon for Jarvis Landry, I wouldn't even talk I to wouldn't you. even respond yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And that's why I say don't make that kind yeah, of offer. Make okay. it a little more fair. Throw something else in or go for a little lesser receiver. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go you for a bench player off like one that. of your handcuffs. If you got good running backs, right, just get like a, a nice, solid bench wide receiver that you want to use maybe or maybe, later he, on. or maybe he has one of your handcuffs. We about to say, right. Jim? No, I was just going to say that. Yeah, make, make it more palatable. I, I mean, there's nothing worse than somebody sending you an offer that's just so totally off the wall yeah. that it makes you not want to deal with that person ever again. Yeah. Don't be that guy. Okay. Then you won't be able to trade ever. There you go right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Okay, hey, we no will thank you. Everybody that's down south in the way of that storm, y'all, y'all boys be careful down that joint. If you need to evacuate, How evacuate. bad is this thing supposed to be? I haven't that's really... supposed to be the mother of Last all Last I storms. heard it was a four, mm-hmm. a level four. Wow. I always worry when about it hits, When it hits uh, Carolinas, it's yeah. supposed to be a, a level four hurricane. Well, Carolinas playing in Atlanta this week. I just try to go and segue it into football real quick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think Carolina will be all right. Um, the Panthers will, but the people that's left down there. Hopefully they will be all right yeah, as they, well. They got to uh, evacuate. So there you go right there. Everybody that's in that area, make sure you keep yourself safe. Because mm-hmm. um, we want to, you know, even if you got to take a couple, of days off, a couple of days off from the goon squad, I'm fine with that. Lance Davis is who you coordinate days off with. <laughs> He's the Goon Squad coordinator. Right. If you need a day off from the Goon Squad, you get with Lance. Project manager. Yes, he is the project manager. The sergeant at arms. <laughs> All right, y'all. I got to get ready to run uptown. My yeah. Day, get the rest of yeah. my day started to get my waivers going. My oh. man, Fancy Taz, Jim Day. For the close of Chris Venture. For everybody else that's on the fourth floor. Fancy Football Frenzy Goon Squad. We out. We bridge you tomorrow. Football starts for week two. Yeah.